be discussing the Walt Disney Company today. So we've written a report on it, which came out last week. And part of the reason for for doing the report was uh, because it is it's trading at nine-year lows. It's uh, underperformed the benchmark, and we just thought we'd have another uh, a proper look at it. Part of why it's trading at the lows is it performed quite poorly coming out of the pandemic, uh, which forced its park business to shut down. And at the same time, it was starting up its streaming business. And then also um, in the news this year, uh, there's been quite a lot of negativity around the leadership. Uh, there's been some instability with changes at the CEO level, um, but that's now stabilized with the return of Bob Aga. If you look at the debt profile, it increased materially in 2019 uh, due to the 21st Century Fox acquisition. We show that they've got enough liquidity to pay off debt and even uh, reinstate dividends. Now we compare Netflix and Disney and show that Disney's got a much stronger growth profile than Disney. We also show in our report that it's, uh, it's common for Disney to be impacted by US recessions. And that makes sense given that it's quite a, it's very linked to consumer discretion. And we also show that it's, it normally performs well during periods of stable interest rates. We like Disney, we like it for the following reasons. So uh, they've got a very impressive content library, the leadership stabilized with Bob Iger coming back and he's gonna be there um, for the next while. We think they've got the ability to increase prices and there's the potential sale of ESPN, which might be uh, create a bit of value. And the direct-to-consumer business is improving. They will potentially be reinstating the dividend and cash flows are also likely to improve. We've got an intrinsic value of $101 and that's about 20% upside. And so we would uh, recommend the buy. Thank you very much for joining us today.